Big Pigeon was recorded in front of several photographs of Dave Benson Phillips. Hello and welcome to a Big Pigeon episode 35? Yeah, what was up with that hello? It was like a cough. It was, yeah. I was, as, I was, well of a, as well as a hello. I was revving up. <laughs> I was really preparing for it. I was going a whole run up towards the intro of this, this episode, this Big Pigeon. Yeah. Episode 35. 35. Um, welcome back and thank you. I, I, I got distracted by the fact I don't know what the music's going to be. Neither do I. I will find that out when I come to edit it. I, I'm so excited. I guess, because you don't want the same jingle every episode. I didn't say that. I, I was fully up for just poorly, poorly grime poorly. every episode. I think that's... Well, maybe we'll circle back around to <laughs> yeah, it. Never know. Maybe. But, now we don't know what the theme's going to be every episode, which is exciting. Could yeah. be anything. Could be Thomas the Tank Engine. Could be like Samba. Royalty free. Yeah, it could be Marimba. <laughs> The classic. You know, when you got like a really shit keyboard and you just press demo button. Yeah. Could be one of them. Tons of those. Tons of those. There's tons of those ones. All right, let's stop this nonsense. Let's get in this bowl of inspiration. We're going to be very, very, just very, very prompt today. Well, it's a good warm up. We're in the bowl of inspiration. And straight away, here we have our inspiration. Who is the sexiest cartoon duck? And we. We know it's one of the three little ones, don't we? No. <laughs> we all know that, don't you we? You can't say, we know it's one of the children. It's obviously one of the child's ducks. Was there ever the a ducklings. Was there ever a lady duck in in the DuckTales whole thing? Well, there was that nanny. <laughs> or was it she a cook? I was never... She's like a big frumpy duck. Yeah. Frumpy doesn't suggest sexy to me. Um, well... What about the was there ever like a like? Did Donald ever have like a like daydream where he imagined this sexy duck? Well, he, there was Daisy. She was a lady duck. Why does the sexiest duck have to be a lady duck, Corey? Because they could be quite buff, buff. I just can't imagine any buff ducks. Buff ducks. Have there been buff ducks? Well, there's, there's there's Drake, the singer. He's a buff duck. <laughs> that's what? Well, that's what a boy duck's called, isn't it? A Drake. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. He's not a cartoon, though. No, no. But that that's so many levels of joke that you really wove through really quickly there. Yeah. yeah. I like to keep you on the toes. Yeah. What was the... You did a riddle last episode. I can't... That, now that comes later. I can't even remember We're what the riddle was. We're talking about ducks right now. We'll, we'll right, talk about we'll... the riddle later on. All right. Let's, so, let's... who is the sexiest cartoon duck? A nice, simple question, Corey. Yeah. To, to get us... Lifted up and off. All right, give me your top five if you're struggling. The only ducks I can think of are Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, and the three duck kids. Oh, was there like a rich Uncle Duck? Oh, was Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, Uncle Scrooge McDuck. I very clearly remember him diving off a diving board into a pile of gold coins, which I think would break your back. Like you say that he did that constantly yeah he did that over that was his thing <laughs> so I vaguely remember this one time he, ha- he just happened to dive into money <laughs> just once is that something he did all the time I'm that's pretty sure great. that was in like the intro 
and he did it quite quite frequently. They brought DuckTales back, and uh, he's voiced by David Tennant. Yeah, I heard the DuckTales cast of the new one is amazing. Yeah, it's a very good cast. got a lot of people in that (laughs) fucking cast. David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. Is Donald Duck still voiced by the classic Donald Man? Well, Donald Duck isn't in DuckTales. Isn't he? No, not as a main character. He may have popped up in an episode or so. It's all about those three little colourful... Well, what Disney have done with their cartoon characters is that they'll hire a voice actor and kind of almost have them on retainer. So, where's, like, for example, Bugs Bunny from Warner Brothers? They'll do, like, maybe a Bugs Bunny game or, like, a Space Jam movie or a back-in-action movie, and they'll just recast every time so his voice is always slightly different. Ah. Whereas Disney have maintain sort of a core cast and then if someone dies or retires then they replace it but you get these people who have been sort of the voice of say Donald Duck for about like 30, 40 years yeah. and then replaced it fun fact the actor uh, in the 80s they cast uh, a man to play Mickey Mouse and a lady to play Minnie Mouse and they got married in real life so uh, they were husband and wife the man's died now so Has they've had to recast Mickey. No, she's still did doing she, Minnie. Does she have to remarry the new man? She has who... to remarry the new Mickey. The new Mickey every every time. Because that is how law is foretold. What a horrible, horrible nightmare she lives. <laughs> so there's a fun fact about the casting process amongst the Disney, the main ones, you know, the yeah. Mickeys, the Donalds, the Plutos, the Goofies. Mm, but... So you're avoiding the... So who's the sexiest duck? What? Who? Do you remember Howard the Duck, the film? Yes. Do you remember the duck that has the the human breasts? <laughs> yeah, there is a duck with. Yeah, with I'm tits. not suggesting this is the direction I want to go in. I just want to bring that image to everyone's mind. She's got. That's. There's no way evolution moves in that direction. Just give a duck tits. Yeah, the human duck tits. Human breasts. Woo! Because I I don't I'm not familiar with the the duck reproductive. <laughs> System, but I don't think they have well, human ducks, breasts. Ducks lay eggs. Yeah, they don't, don't suckle they? at the teat. So they don't need the, teats. the eggs. Don't suckle at the teat of the duck. Do ducks have tits? <laughs> <laughs> like not human tits, but duck tits. I don't think that. I don't think so. I can't imagine why they would. I'll ask Google. Yeah, you can. Could we quickly just ask Google? Okay, Google. Do ducks have tits? Google. Don't be a dickhead. This is the top result. Birds don't have nipples as they are not mammals. Although we talk about birds' breasts, like they don't have mammary glands, which mammals use to feed their young milk. Crop milk is unlike mammal. It's just, just it's weird it's now. Just, it's just it's not just, very good. That's not a I good mean, answer. Not... What are ducks? They're not mammals. Equest birds. Birds. <laughs> Birds. Yeah, no, you're right. Did you just ask me what I just wanted to double check that really quickly? You know, I I guess guess I skipped that thought process in my mind. You've got birds which live in the sky. You've got amphibians that live in the water. You have mammals. And then you just have the mystery: the duck, a duck, the swan, the goose. They're like wet birds, aren't they? Yeah. Is that a different subcategory from birds? In my head, yeah. In real life, probably not. I was wrong. They don't live underwater, do they? They're not like, like frogs spend a lot of time underwater. They're very different from frogs. No, you are right. You frogs are right. don't fly. Ducks 
and frogs are different. And yeah, and we've got that. We I it. saw this uh, thing on Instagram earlier on today um, from it's just like a feed which is like about podcasts, blah blah blah. Uh, the feed is called Podcast Movement, oh. and it said podcasting tip of the week. When your contact lack, when your content lacks focus, your audience won't know what to expect from your <laughs> podcast, and as a result, won't know what to what to come to you for. Ah, what other podcasts out there ask the questions? These kind of what questions. are ducks? Yeah, are you are you worried that we? <laughs> are you looking just for focus in your life? Because we are. This is what I like about this podcast mm. is that I didn't know we would be talking about ducks when we yeah, hit record. I think that's what's special. About Less it. than ten minutes ago, but here we are and talking him, about duck. Tits. And now we've moved round from duck tits straight round to the discussion of what we're discussing, which it's very meta. Yeah, in itself, we are the only meta podcast out there. That's the problem when when things become so it's it's so easy to send creativity out into that space is that there you're, you're basically walking into an asteroid field of shit and occasionally maybe there's like oh a, a words original in that asteroid field but mostly you're just going to be crashing into shit or maybe being eaten by worms I've, I've, let's move on no. right so <laughs> um what was i going to say Corey? oh yes would you like a Mongolian fact. Ooh, what? Yeah. No. What? A Mongolian. What I, I've I done love a Mongolian is fact. I've started like a notes thing. Whenever I find like a fun fact or something interesting, I, I write it down. And I found one uh, which was sort of Mongolian based. Good. And the more I find out about Mongolia, the more interested I am. It's... Because, let's be honest, when we started Mongolian facts, I just made them up. Yeah. But yeah. now, <laughs> this is a real fact. This isn't made up. Fuck. This is a real one. Please uh, insert the jingle. I thought we weren't doing ju- do an acapella no. jingle. No, no, you don't. You don't get. No, I want. I want the original one back for the this. One if back. this is a real jing, if this is a real fact, this is a real that. fact. Yeah. yeah. All right, I want. It. I want it back right now. Mongolian fact. Mongolian fact. Mongolian fact. Let's have the fact. All right, that was the jingle. Made me do a little bit more editing work now, Corey, finding that. But um, apparently, the world's largest horse statue is in Mongolia. How big is it? 40. You put your phone feet. away, you don't know. 40 meters. <laughs> 40 meters. I think what? it's 40 meters. Up, wide, down, up. Circumference? It's not like an underground statue, is it? It's, it 40, it's just a horse's head, and then it goes 40 meters down. And look at the Easter Island statues. They're all the way down in there. This statue is of Genghis Khan on a horse, uh, and it's 40 metres tall, and it's bigger than Christ the Redeemer. Is it? Yeah. So it's a big Fuck. fucking horse. Where, where it's a big horse. Why haven't I seen more pictures I don't than know. That? That's what, this is what my thought process when I yeah. found that out. It's like, how do I not know yeah. about this big horse statue? Yeah. You're immediately looking for yeah, it now. Yeah, because Christ the Redeemer... Big, big guy. It's one of the wonders really of the big, world, isn't yeah, it? One of the new ones. 
I, yeah. I think they've sort of gone fast and loose with Wonders of the World these days. Yeah. Like, they had seven. Most of them got destroyed, and now it's sort of like, the modern ones, it's whatever really fancy in the moment. You've yeah. got the pyramids, they're a staple, and then maybe Christ the Redeemer, maybe... Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, maybe the Eden Project. I don't know. A couple of ruins uh, in Butlins, the jungles. I don't know, something... Butlins <laughs> is definitely up there with the Taj Mahal. Butlins is... It's uh, Taj Mahal doesn't have water slides or laser tag. No, you're right. It definitely doesn't have bowling or in-house entertainment. <laughs> if you visit the pyramids, big, yeah, big, where's where's the redcoats? Yeah. <laughs> where's the singing? Who's going to entertain my kids? Yeah. Well, I'm off getting pissed with Gran. <laughs> I've lo- there it is. Um, what are you look? Are you looking for a picture of that horse? I was. Or do you just get completely sidetracked? The thing is, the thing is, with with searching on phones, you you lose all your pages. What was the horse called? I want to see how big it was. It's just a big horse, mate. I don't know its name. Big horse. It's not as if Mongolia. it's going to come to you if you call big it. Big horse Mongolia. Big horse Mongolia. Statue. Image. No, I'm just looking at horses. Statue. <laughs> Big horse, but like, yeah, it is big. If you'd like to see a picture of this, go on our Instagram. Yeah. I'll put it on there. Yeah, it will be there. Much more handy than what I'm doing right now. Just, it's fucking huge. Yeah, I did. This like, is what out. did you expect, Corey? I just told you a 40 uh, horse, which is 40 <laughs> meters big, and you did you? And you're it's, surprised it's big. Uh, no, I, I, I just, it's hard to imagine, isn't it? When you, everyone knows what Christ, Christ the Redeemer looks like. This huge, like. Dominating statue that exists on to look over apparently the entirety of Brazil, um, and this is a gigantic horse on top of a building as well. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that must weigh a, a, a lot. A lot. Yeah, it's a hefty horse. Rome Equus, but on this kind of scale. Wow. I just, I'm just surprised I've never heard of this or seen it before. Do you want to know another That's... fact that I found out? Yes. It's not Mongolian related. Oh. If. Can you can you edit your fact to see Mongolian? I could put the word Mongolia in it. Yes, like. please. Yes, please. All right. When Australian rules football started, was invented sort of like mid nineteenth century. Um, there wasn't a limit on how many players could play on the team. Meaning on the field. Okay. Mongolia. Right. So I see. I slipped it. Okay, good, great. So you could theoretically would it could have had three hundred players play on your team on the field at once. And why why didn't they? Uh, who said they didn't? Did they did they? I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't a limit. They just basically if you wanted to play, come on in, get on the field. Imagine that though. Imagine a game of football where like a team turned up with like three hundred four hundred. They could literally fill the entire like Imagine how hard it would be to a score four. a goal. If literally every square inch of the field was was full, I, was I've full. always thought this. I've always been curious as to what would you do if you had like eighty goalies, <laughs> like a, a full football pitch, just fine. Like you could have done that in yeah, Australian players, football back but, in the day. But back in the day, you just fill your goal up with goalies, just fill them up like sardines. It's like you can't get a ball in there. We're done. But the best thing about that was uh, another rule was that the game would end when one team scored two. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. so games could last a very long time. So <laughs> we have upwards of 300 players per team. Do you have... Have you learnt anything since we last recorded? 
Do you have any sort of facts? Uh, it's hot outside. It's a busy it's all, life. It's all going bad. There's a lot of rubbish outside on the streets. Do not not human rubbish, just just literal rubbish. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, bags of rubbish? Or? Just little, like, miscellaneous bits. No bags, just like a banana peel here, like a couple of yoghurt pots there. Do you just think, the streets are strewn. Do you think someone was sort of like, right, I'll put the banana peel down. <laughs> And then someone will trip, and then they're like, "Well, no one's tripping. Let's check, check some yogurt pots." Does anything stay Anything yogurt pots? Just a, a bit broom. of sour, sour cream. Just a few rakes just <laughs> lying around. Just... Uh, have you ever stepped? Like, has anyone ever done that in person? Like, have you seen? Do you what, think that's doable? What, the rake going up. Yeah, stepping on the be, rake and whacking real. in the head. It's gonna come from somewhere. There's no way people just decided it would work without ever trying. But it it's in real that life. thing where it's like banana peels. People fall on banana peels. Yeah, that's true. Is it? I've seen footage. I don't think it's true. I've seen people go up, go up on their asses. I don't think it's true. <laughs> I think it really has to depend specifically on the banana peel, the moisture of the peel. There's I a suppose. lot. I think there's a lot of science in that. Mm. I think this is probably no more slipperier, slipperier than stepping on any. Any, what, any, what, any slippy thing. Yeah, what are you gonna liken the banana I peel know. to? It's I sort of... started talking and didn't really. Yeah. I don't have an idea. One of the few Maybe a yogurt pot. Yeah, one of the few sort of <laughs> really clinging to those two things. So what? Yeah, I guess there's a lot of a lot of science behind what makes a banana peel slippery, and there's probably conditions in which it wouldn't be. Yeah, like a dehumidified banana skin. You're Would it to... be slippy on the moon? Almost definitely not. <laughs> or in space? What? <laughs> in a volcano? Did you hear the rumour that, like, drying banana skin up and then, like, chopping it up and smoking it was supposed to make you high? That was a rumour that went through my school for a little while. Did anyone try it? Uh, I almost definitely. Not, no one I knew, but then I went to school with a lot of people, a lot of people, and a lot of rumours. Went to school with a lot of rumours, me. <laughs> give us some give, give us some rumours. Give us some gossip. Okay. Well, for a while... Spread some rumours. I, 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 I did quite a lot of lying when I was when I was a Oh, yes. Lion's fun. Yeah, it was so, fun. Yeah. For a while, um, I'd come back from holiday and I had a tan line just at the top of my arm, like a t-shirt tan line. Like quite a normal place. Yeah, just a normal place. And I convinced <laughs> a friend of mine that I'd... I had a tan line just below the nipples. That this, my left arm wasn't my original left arm and I'd had, um, like, <laughs> surgery for a new left arm. And he believed you. For a short amount of time. Okay. Yeah, not like a day. But that's, that's, quite, long, that's too long, That's I think. something that is quite... I don't know. I feel like that's obviously bullshit. I feel yeah. like if you t if you said that to me, even the, as a gullible child, I was like, "That's that's not the case." Well, I was definitely holding my breath. <laughs> so I, I don't, I didn't expect it to work, and it didn't work for a long time. But about a day, which I think is far too long for someone to believe that. <laughs> that this isn't my original arm. <laughs> I just got a new one. I was in an accident. Yeah, it was an accident, and they had to reattach me just at the t-shirt line. <laughs> there are people like I've known one or two people who are compulsive liars. Yeah. And, like, not, like, funny things like that, but, like, will try and make them seem... themselves seem better. And that's a bit sad. You're not talking about your friend and housemate, are you? No. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Just he tends to lie quite a lot, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but... He, it's the same with the the arm thing, isn't it? When he lies, <laughs> yeah. you know it's bu bullshit. Yeah. And he knows he's going to get caught. Yeah. But it's like, what, the he does it for fun, to <laughs> amuse himself. I'm talking about the kind of lying where it's like little things like, oh yeah, I was at Glastonbury last weekend, it was really good. Yeah, that was a, that was a really nice time. When they weren't, you know, yeah. stuff like that, which is... 
not fun. Just get a kick out of it. Yeah. I don't fully understand that. Obviously, we all, all of us out there in the big wide world, have got a kick out of a nice lie every now and then. There's a difference between mm. a nice lie. Like the French lady who tells you everything is baguette. I still don't believe her. That's true. It's not That's true. true it's because bullshit. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but just a like... magic wand in French is baguette. <laughs> baguette. Le magique. Le magique. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> Let's not let's not dive into this little hole. Um, but yeah, just the little the little lies that because there's no reason to lie about it. So no one needs to doubt you. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we go completely off topic about lying and see what Gus has been up to lately? <laughs> That's the best segue. That's such a good segue. <laughs> completely off. Uh, that topic. feels it's so natural and smooth. Mm. Now it's been a while since we've had a Gus email thread. <laughs> Because we've had a bit of a break. I mean, he popped up on Popmaster. Yeah, he did do that, <laughs> didn't he? We right. sat on for like months. That must have really killed you. But there's... <laughs> Let's see what he's been up to. Now, let me find I'm a good... I'm sure he's been busy in the months that we've been away. <laughs> let me find a good one, because there's quite a few. <laughs> um... Oh. All right. I hate him. So, this is an email to uh, a man called John. Alright. Okay. He, mm. okay. No, sorry, go on. And yes. he works at Devon Harp Centre. Hmm. <laughs> as, as in the musical instrument, the harp? Yes, and the musical county Devon. Yes, it's true. It is a, it's a very it's a rich culture, rich history. <laughs> Gus said to John, you ready for this? I, I'm never ready for Gus. I never. I don't want to hear it, but I'm going to. Hello. I have a bit of a strange question. My sister has always wanted to learn to play the harp ever since we were children. Her 50th is just around the corner, and I was thinking of treating her to a harp. <laughs> Why now? <laughs> the problem is, she doesn't have any arms. Mm. Now, I don't know how to play the harp myself, but I gather arms are important. I was wondering if you had any harps designed for people like my sister. Kind regards, Gus B. Quigley. Hi, Gus. Thank you for your email. Your request is an unusual one, and one that has got me wondering. (laughs) Does your sister have prosthetic arms? Harp strings are normally just over one centimetre apart, so technically it could be possible to adapt a harp with wider spacings. If you were to give me a bit more background about the kind of tasks your sister can carry out and those she can't, that might be helpful in trying to work out the possibilities of doing this. There is a young Russian pianist who was born with no hands and plays surprisingly well, and bionic limbs have made great advancements re- advances recently, especially with the advent of 3D printing, so things which seemed impossible yesterday are starting to become possible today. If you can tell me more, I might be able to advise you better. Kind regards, John. I love John. John's oh, brilliant. Oh, I will. I will admit in that John is a good lad. Yeah. John, it does. Before we go any further, John. <laughs> John gets thumbs up oh, all around. That was just such a nice email, John. John, you're great. Hi, John. Mm. Thank you very much for your response. She doesn't have any prosthetic limbs, unfortunately. She somehow manages to carry out most of her tasks by using a wooden spoon and her mouth. She is surprisingly dexterous at this and is able to carry out tasks such as making a cup of tea, grooming the dog and even dressing the kids. There are certain things she struggles with. For example, I had to help her change the oil in the car, but for the most part, she is fiercely independent. Mm. 
Do you think that a harp could be played using a wooden spoon in the mouth? Kind regards, Gusby Quigley. Do you think that's possible, Corey? I think it probably is, you know? Especially if John's got anything to say about it. Hi, Gus. Thanks for filling me in on a bit, on a bit more detail. <laughs> the short answer is, I don't know. <laughs> and I guess there's only one way to find out. Ooh. By trying it. There's a young Russian pianist with no hands who gets what? by surprisingly well. He loves this Russian pianist. Did you say it again? Oh, yeah. Okay. And Django Reinhardt, after losing two and a half fingers in a caravan fire, went on to become arguably the world's greatest jazz guitarist. I want to know more about this caravan fire. Yeah. Where you lose two and a half Just fingers. Just two and a half fingers are the only things that could be salvaged. <laughs> I regularly demonstrate to customers in the shop how one could play the harp well with only three or even two fingers. This, I have to say, would be more challenging. The space in between the strings is about 10 to 12 millimetres. A wider spacing would, I think, be easier to cope with it. For example, every alternate string was removed and restrung and retuned accordingly. This might make it a bit easier to accurately access the different strings with a spoon or a different tool. Does your sister have an occupational therapist she can chat to about this idea? If she can borrow or buy cheaply a small inexpensive harp locally or via eBay etc, perhaps you could experiment with this. What part of the country are you in? Oh he's going to try and hunt you down now Gus. Hi John. The thing is I wanted it to be a surprise so don't want to take your into a shop or have her speak to anyone about it as it will spoil the present. Also, I don't want to spend a lot of money on a harp if she isn't going to use it. Is there anything similar to harp playing that I could get her to try without her catching on? Maybe some sort of household task that requires the same dexterity, like dishwashing or something? <laughs> kind regards, Gus B. Quigley. Hi, Gus. I'm not sure that doing this as a surprise is the best route to go down. <laughs> oh, John, you're so right. As it needs a little planning and experimentation to have a chance of success. And even the smallest playable harp is going to cost at least £200. I think it might be a good idea to actually have a chat with a local harp teacher before you progress your, your idea any further. These are all very good suggestions from John. I, I... Like I said, John's a top bloke. He's a fantastic guy. Hi, John. I appreciate your concern, but I feel like a surprise will be a lot more fun. Birthdays aren't the same if you know what you're getting. I said I decided to go with your suggestion about tricking her into a task to see how well she'd cope. <laughs> oh, dear. I asked her if she could untangle the wires behind my TV. She did a brilliant job and took less than three hours. Mm. I feel like this proves she should be at least competent at harp playing. <laughs> oh. Hi, Gus. I still think you should have a chat with a local harp teacher first. In what part of the country do you live? John. He's going to try and find you someone. Hi, John. Thank you for all your help. I'm definitely going to buy her a harp. Uh -oh. You've convinced me that she will be fine and I'm sure she will love it. Kind regards, Gus B. Quigley. P.S. Wolverhampton <laughs> and that's the end of yeah, that chain I think that's all John did everything he possibly could I mean he could have you know I thought he would try and sell me a harp a bit yeah. more being a harp salesman I, I guess he's not I, I just think he's a harp enthusiast and human 
to say it, and human enthusiast as well. Just a normal man. To be fair, I'm looking. I, nice. I've just gone to DevonHarpCenter.co.uk, and these are harps, man. It's like, it's like a <laughs> Notewood, Notewood Code Kerry 24 String Curly Maple, um, full Loveland levers. It's £1,299. And that's one of the bad. lower ones, yeah. So you're looking at pretty, that's, that's a cheap harp. Strong two grand for a nice harp from John. And here he is helping you and your armless, armless sister. She's got a spoon. Yeah, she's got a spoon. She's got a spoon. And it's nothing really different in principle than playing the spoons. Get two spoons and play with the, the way they rebound off each other. You could hit two, three strings in a second. Do you think you could play the spoons using just your mouth? I, I'm sure. You, me personally, you, I think I, I think people could. I think you'd look like a madman, just <laughs> violently shaking your head near a hard surface yeah. to get that those spoons. I did it towards your neck, <laughs> just slapping your head against your neck. <laughs> that's, that's just how it has to happen. I think it's entirely doable. I think, yeah, I think she should definitely. Is her name mentioned at all? Yeah. No. Say, oh, never mind. We don't know Augusta's sister's name yet. Yeah. But we know she has no arms. No arms. And is almost fifty. We don't know how much of no arms she has. Don't know if it's like literally to the elbow or the shoulder. No arms. Just no arms. Just uh, completely no arms. She's armless. Yes. <laughs> and he never made that joke, which I respect. <laughs> I respect Gus for that. I think that would have been a massive red flag for for John. You think that would have been not getting her to untangle wires behind the TV? I think that's a shame. Which took three hours. Yeah, I think that's a shame. But uh, people are awful and believe, <laughs> and that's believable. <laughs> three hours. Oh, just imagine, just on your, on your, I was going to say hands and knees, just on your <laughs> knees, just, just, just gnawing away at those, at those little wires, getting them all sorted out. <laughs> Where do you go from? This is the thing with Gus, there's no way out of him. Just start something new, start a new topic. What have you learnt today? <laughs> I haven't learnt a whole lot. I, I, yeah, I've had a, nothing, I've literally, nothing's happened to me in like two weeks. So I don't have a lot Great of fun. For content. Yeah, I've literally no content to give you. Um, One thing I've been thinking about. Oh yeah. Quite a lot, and I feel like this is something that we could do on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is you know the song "Who Let the Dogs Out"? Yes. That is a song in which the question "Who Let the Dogs Out" is never actually answered, although it's asked multiple, multiple yeah. times. So, so you want to try and work out who let the dogs out? Well, what I've thought about is well, maybe changing the context. And doing this as a dramatic reading. Okay. Right. So I'd like you to do a dramatic reading of Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baha Men. Right. But in the style of like Paxman on Newsnight. Fucking. You're going to only do like the first, the chorus. I think it's chorus versus chorus. Don't do the entire thing. And what I think I can do is try and be a Tory politician trying to. Ooh. Uh, trying to evade. So we're going to have a little bit of a. Conversation there. Yeah, so you can you can introduce it as if you're introducing new. Like, I'll just be a general politician, uh, uh, trying, and I want you very Paxman esque. I'm going to try and evade the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? And it's a bit so, like your audition, but I'm getting involved. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I'm inserting myself into and this. And together we are going to find out the the answer finally as to who let the dogs out. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. I mean, I'm going to ask you that question a fucking lot. <laughs> If you weren't sure. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Do you want to like, like politician name? Well, you, I don't know. You're the, you're hosting okay. this. Uh, 
So we are joined in the studio today by MP Sir Jermaine Greer, um, who is finally, I hope, going to answer the question that he's been evading for two weeks now um, since the referendum. Um, Sir Jermaine. Yes, thanks for having me. Hmm. Um, pleasure, pleasure to be here with you, Sir Jermaine. Um, who let the dogs out? Well, you see, the thing about the dogs and being let out is woof, that... Woof, 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 woof. Yes, that's all very well and good, <laughs> but the, when you think about the dogs being let out, it isn't quite as simple. Mm, but as, who let the dogs out? Well, historically speaking, dogs being in confined spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Who let the dogs out? Uh, well, if you just let me answer and mm. explain, mm. I can tell you that the dogs... I mean, what are dogs woof, really? Woof, woof, woof. Um, okay, um, so dogs, you know, are animals mm. that are often and sometimes put in cages. I'm neither for nor against that. Mm, but who let the dogs out? Well, if we go back to the previous administration and look at the cabinet oh, okay, there... Okay, okay, okay. So, previous administration, the party was nice... The party was pumping. Ah, uh, yeppie, I applaud that. <laughs> we'll carry on. And everybody was having a ball. Yippee, I-O. And tell the fellas stop the name-calling. Yippee, I-O. Um, then, then girls respond to the call. I hear a woman shout out, uh, Who let the dogs out? Well, I, I appreciate what you just said there, but the thing you need to really understand is that the public vote is what matters the most here. Oof, oof, oof. And when it comes to the dogs, I mean, we really just got to go with, you know, that we can't go against what the public wants. And that's why we need to go with what the public wants. But who let the dogs out? Well, it's not quite... Woof, 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 woof. Who let the dogs out? It's not quite as simple... Oh, woof, 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 woof. Who let the dogs out? Well, if... We go back, we can see that indeed the dogs, were they ever in? Sir, Sir Germain, last year in the dance you had a ball. Um, <laughs> and you called me Millibug and Skettle. Get back, Scruffy, mash Scruffy. Get back, you flea-infested mongrel. Well, I take great offence to that, sir. Um, ah, now, now, but... I tell myself, dem man go get angry. <laughs> uh, it looks like we're going to get no clear response here from um, Sir Jermaine Greer, uh, MP, to Norfolkshire. Um, uh, thank you for being on the programme, uh, Sir Jermaine. Um, hopefully next time you're here we'll be a little bit more a little more readily available, let's say. Um, thank you for having me, Jeremy. <laughs> that was good. I don't think we really got to the the bottom of who let the dogs out. <laughs> no. But <laughs> no. No. We never will find out. I don't out think we ever will. And to be honest, from reading the lyrics through that, I don't think like that they're that interested in finding out either. Should we? Should we tweet Farage? He'll pale no, won't he? If we can like link it into some, to some kind of like Brexit metaphor, <laughs> I'll tweet him. What's his Twitter at? Racist toad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. No, I'm pretty sure that's not it. It's like racist toad sixty nine four twenty. 
I'm pretty sure that's the correct one. At Nigel Farage. Farage. Oh, it's Nigel. For those of you interested, I highly recommend everyone listening to this uh, tweet Nigel Farage. Ask him who let the dogs out. <laughs> Absolutely everyone. We need to know. If anyone's going to know, it's him. Who let the dogs out? This is chaos. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, divide sign, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Nice. Hashtag dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Tweet. So hopefully, uh, I mean, he's not, it's, it's he's unlikely not, he's, he's going to He's not very point. busy. He's not busy. He's not busy. No. He isn't busy. He's not busy. Most of his campaigning is just sort of drinking, generally. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, it's relatable though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah relatable. I get that. Because we all drink. Yeah, all yeah? of us. So we all smoke. We've all seen pubs. We all go out in the country in yeah. our best hunting gear. Correct. And have a right old laugh with those Etonians. Yeah. Catch the catch them. Catch yeah. them. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. You play live Pokemon Go, but instead of throwing Pokeballs, you're throwing bullets out of a gun, and instead of Pokemon, it's foxes. Yeah. And the poor. <laughs> oh, I bet there's some kind of eaten posh Pokemon Go app a rifle and you swipe your finger up and it shoots well, like a minority or something yeah like a, like a tramp is, is any of this like libel or slander no ah it's alright then it's fine I don't think so nah I mean we could be talking about any Nigel Farage yeah my mate Nigel Farage runs a um, sewing business out of the back of a van out of a bank out of a eight. bank <laughs> he runs a bank slash sewing sewing shop. Alright, enough of this bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Who is the sexiest cartoon duck? I don't think we landed on an answer. Um, I mean, I, again, I, my knowledge, as I previously showed, of, of cartoon ducks... We've named duck, loads earlier on. We've got, what? right... Right. Three of them are kids. Alright, we're Donald. all the kids up. There's Donald, right. you brought up the one with tits, yeah. but she's not really a cartoon. No, true. I'm just going to get... Type, maybe the internet will know. Sexy cartoon duck. Because there'll be one. There'll be one. Alright. Oh, it's that one! You know that one. Or Daffy Duck. Is that Daffy? That's Daffy. Well, Daffy's got a lady's back. That's definitely From Daffy. From that picture, Daffy. You're thinking Daffy Look is at the Daffy sexiest duck. Daffy's got a sexy little back. The there. photo Corey is showing me is of Daffy Duck kind of taking off his skin yeah, and showing like a hu human like back. Yeah, sexy. That's the sexiest thing I can find. <laughs> That's literally, you type in se sexy cartoon duck, you've got the Daisy Duck dressed as a pirate, <laughs> which I yeah. guess does it, and Daffy undressing. So it's, it's not a thing people think about very often. No, I'm glad. This is why we're here. It's like that yeah. that tip earlier on about finding your focus and really sort of shaping the episode around that. What we do, that's what most podcasts do. Yes. What we do is the opposite. Opposite of is that. Is we start, then find a topic, and then just kind of hold on to it. And it's a to normally a topic that not many other people are covering. Yeah. For no reason. It just, just we found our niche. <laughs> Have you found yours? There's no sexy ducks. <laughs> That's not a sexy duck on the internet. That's it. You've got Daffy or you've got Daisy as a pirate. Yeah. So that's the answer, I suppose. I guess. I guess. So what was that answer to your riddle? Ah, what was yeah. the riddle? Because I can't remember. The riddle. What is 
bought by the yard. Let me get really nice and close. What is bought by the yard and worn by the foot? A sh shoe. Let me just, I'll just ask again. What is bought by the yard but worn by the foot? See, I feel like when you said worn by the foot, I feel like by implying the word yard, you're trying to think of like the length, but I feel like it could be more literal and to be like a foot, ah. so something foot related, ah. like a sock. Do you buy them by the yard? Perhaps the schoolyard. Perhaps you buy your socks at the schoolyard. <laughs> ah, interesting. So you're picturing the yard as a physical place <laughs> wherein you purchase socks. <laughs> you know, it's like the local sock yard. My lovely socks bring all the boys to the yard. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, like, have you seen Fort Boyard? <laughs> and I'm like, nah. <laughs> Is that the one with Dirty Den in it? <laughs> Didn't he run someone over with his car and then get out of it? <laughs> do, 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 do. But they did have tigers. Dirty Den Dirty. killed a man. <laughs> Got out of it. <laughs> with went, his van. He went to jail, the actor, for murder. Oh, did he? Yeah. Dirty Dan in the sheets. Dirty, dirty Dan in the streets. Eh? Yeah, oh, what a lad. Dirty. I wonder what um, dirty was short for. Uh, dirtiest. Dirtle. <laughs> dirtiest Dan. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know what your answer to your riddle is. See, now you're focusing on the wrong word. Bought. You're thinking about. You need to be thinking about the word. What? Worn. Worn? Yes. As in sort of like worn away. Yes. So uh, what is... Worn by the foot. But bought by the yard. Carpet. Yes! There we go! Look, he solved it! Yes! He solved the riddle! I Everyone! Was, well, you know, I, thought I had the right idea of yeah. foot. It's, it's, see, that's an actual, I think, an alright riddle after all those awful ones from last episode. Yeah? How are we <laughs> going to end this episode? I don't honestly know. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about the TV show Arthur a lot recently. Alright. Um... And did you know they're still on? Still no, airing? Still, still like on. New episodes? Yeah. Fuck They off. recently... People were up in arms recently because they put a gay marriage on it. I think Mr. Ratburn married a man. Yeah. That's, how many... I'm looking at... Yeah, you have a look at that. I want to see this rat. Mr. Ratburn, his teacher, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they folk... In a world where an aardvark looks more like a weird teddy bear egg. Honest question, right? Honest question. You're 13 years old. Yes. Let's make you a bit young. You're 12 years old. Okay, nice. And you just found out that your male history teacher has ma married another man. Okay. How do you respond to that? Uh, I guess immediate vomiting. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think as an ad like I think children just lack understanding and empathy, and they're just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I think the ones that would maybe times are changing a bit, but I feel like. As an adult now, we can be like, oh yeah, that's obviously completely fine. Yeah. But I feel like as a child, I don't think I'd be able to deal with that information in a in a respectful, sensible way. Well, I I recall in year five, I think we had a um, a substitute teacher, and she bent over, and her shirt rode up a little bit, and she had one of those tattoos, you know, just above the tramp stamp bottom. Yes, that's that's what it's colloquially known as. And I don't recall any of the students like being very mature about that. Um, that's just a at the same point. Like thinking 12, 10, 11, 12 years old, learning that a man's married another man in Devon. 
like where, where it's quite surprising when the few minority students were sort of like talking points when they moved past you because it's not a very friendly place to <laughs> any kind of minority that that county. So why Hugo Swire has been the MP there for a hundred million thousand years, and why Jeremy Hunt got actually when Jeremy Hunt visited the entire like most of the school just followed followed behind him as he walked around completely silently. <laughs> I quite like that. So there is there's an undercurrent of progressiveness there. Um, there's the whole school of kids just whenever he just stopped, they just all stopped behind him, just didn't say a thing, just sort of been ghosted. Um, but yeah, it's not a common idea that people might be homosexual. In fact, a lot of the uh, people I went to school with who came out as gay later on hid it like militarily. That's not the word, but they they. Like survival instead. Yeah, they hit, they hit, it's, they, a sh- it's a shame, but they denied ever even being close to it because yeah, it's just a scary world out there. It's, it's where hunting's probably quite popular. What are you, what are you uh, doing on your phone? I'm trying right to look there? up how many episodes of Arthur there was. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to guess? Uh, two hundred and fifty-eight. Not far off. That's <laughs> Not a really specific off. number. <laughs> two hundred and thirty-nine. Ah, nice. Why do we bring up Arthur? I can't remember. Because I think it's still being aired, and I might be wrong. Yeah, it seems to be. Apparently. It's still airing. Yeah. The show that taught us that it wasn't—it's not hard to have fun if you've got a library card. Is that where you go? Where you got? From have Arthur? you never? I've never forgotten that that Arthur's, song episode. Arthur started in 1996, and apparently is still going. There you go. It surprises me. Do you think he still pushes his sister off that thing? Well, they'd be, in their, they'd be in their thirties by now, wouldn't they? Yeah, I guess. Just, got, just riding with them. <laughs> the ones divorced, DW's sort of had a had a drug drug habit for a couple of weeks. Just a couple of weeks. But no, I'll never forget that that Arthur musical episode. Where the, do you remember? Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll, 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 Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde. No, no, carry on. That's it. That's all it was. That was it. Well, you just said it was unforgettable. Oh, it was that? They, that's they oh, that. that was it. Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. That was another song they did. All right, sing I think it. Brain sang that one, and that was it. That's all they did. That one as well. But I've got. Let's remember that. Good show. That. Well done, Arthur. Well done, Arthur. And if you're a fan of Arthur, <laughs> uh, like and subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, that's it. That's the end. Yeah, the, the end of the show. Everyone, Hope do do uh, subscribe, download the uh, BPN as well. Yeah. Because what's surprising me? Because even though they're like seven minutes long or so, these hour long, these bloody marathon episodes where we just talk nonsense. Yeah. Again, still get more downloads of them. It's just more interesting. But you Which like those little bite-sized bits of news, don't you? Yeah, those are new. That's not recycled content or anything. That's, no, that's brand new. Brand new. Just little bits. Probably better than this. Yeah. If I'm honest. It's easier to find the good bits because it's less to pass through. I mean, <laughs> just the last one that we released saw uh, MP Jeremy... Is it Jeremy? Chope? Someone Chope. Yeah. Trying to uh, get fat kids karate lessons to avoid knife <laughs> crime. <laughs> yeah, it's not great that. Just the the best thing to do if you attack by a knife, run away! Run away. As fast as possible and hope they can't get you. So that was the last one. So yeah, subscribe to them, also rate us, review us, all that nonsense. We post pictures on Instagram more than any other social media platform. It's the most fun social media platform. Facebook is a torrid husk. Just just the parents' generation took over Facebook. They did a bit, didn't they? And now it's just quite shit. Yeah. Mum. Mum. 
<laughs> Your mum listens to this. Yeah. Mine doesn't. No. Oh, she doesn't approve of you. My mum would hate this. Yeah. My mum would... Like, your mum loves it. Yeah. My mum would hate She'd this. She'd really hate it. <laughs> so... You just wait until I get that recording done with your mum that I've been planning. Oh, if you do, <laughs> that would be the most... That wouldn't go down as well as me and your mum. <laughs> Trust me. That... Your mum your was well up for... She brought so much stuff to, to do on the podcast. My mum would just be quite difficult for you to penetrate. Mm. Oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> Mm. I was taking a drink of water then. <laughs> That's not fair. I think we have to end on that, don't we? Yeah, just like us on stuff and subscribe and tell yeah. friends. We're on we're on things, find us, Big Pigeon Pod, Big Pigeon Podcast, we'll turn up. Search our names if you want to find us. We'll turn up as well. We'll be back at some point. Yeah, we'll be back. Bye. Bye. <laughs>